Hello, children. It's your dad, Cooper. I am currently sitting at my ass, or on my ass. At your ass? <laughs> at my ass, with Parker and TJ. Sup, boy? What? Uh, we said we were going to announce the meme contest winner today, and that's what we're doing right now. So, uh, Keith on Instagram, his, his Instagram username is... Ooh, <laughs> username's not good. Ooze. Keith's handle is Pesticide Zombie Slayer. He won the meme contest for a really fucking out there and ridiculous picture with parker having hawaiian rolls on his face kyle has stack and shack on his dick well i mean we're probably gonna post it we're gonna post it but i thank you keith for your excellent yay you won so today's outro song is about keith we say his name a bunch of times so don't forget that it's about keith anyway here is the actual podcast that you've been waiting your whole life for Fakes contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Failures and Fakes. I'm your host, Cooper Nichols, and I'm joined by... Parker. His name is Schultz. Oh, that's me. I'm here. Welcome. <laughs> oh my God. I'm it's also... a good day. It was nice and sunny out today, and I was very happy about it. <laughs> I'm also joined by TJ Nichols. I'm Darcy. I've been sleeping wow. forever. Okay. I'm um, Jesse. Uh, I just you're my whole <laughs> British man. Oh, okay. I am also joined by Kyle the Schultz. I have more whiskey, but we'll try not to get I told you to be careful. <laughs> Please be careful. TJ, what's the you you want to talk about sex? Yeah, I was okay, so like we we all grew up in like a religious household, right? I'm just gonna fucking talk. I don't care. This is not weird. <laughs> you can for me. you can I don't care. Um talk. but we grew up in like a religious household and I've had like friends that have said that Hey mom. Hey mom, maybe mm. skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be fairly generalized. Um, but I've had friends that have said that like they don't swear unless they're having sex. What? Like then it's then that's fine. Or like I've had friends that have said, um, like as the woman, like I I I wanna be treated like a slut. Like I want you to treat me like a whore, like like yeah, pin me down and bang it out. Treat me like you paid ten dollars for this. And I think the way that we were raised is to be, like, extremely respectful of women and, like, oh, that's that's only happening in porn. Like, you can't do that, you know? Yeah. Like, don't – like, you don't want to treat your significant other or who you're sleeping with, like, as an object. Yeah. But if that's what they want, that's fine. Yeah. Right? Like, if – I mean, if you're having sex with somebody, hopefully you're having an open communication with them to be, like, this is what I want. You know, I mean, if you're like, having, are you open to this? If you're having that kind of interaction where it is like objectifying or anything, if it's if it's anything, it should be being talked about. Like, yeah, it shouldn't just happen without communication about it first. One hundred percent. Yeah, but I just wonder, like, how how common is that in like uh, people that are were raised the same way that we are? Like, how sexually satisfied are they? 
Like I, I just, I'm just wondering because like I I have friends that have said that their husbands are worried about them like treating them as a, a, just a sexual object when that's what they want in the moment. They're not yeah. looking for like some romantic like rose petals on the yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah, like no, like pull my hair and fuck me. I just I just I just am curious how common that is. Like if that's if that's super common in like religious people to where it's like no, we're not going to have we're not going to I don't know. Yeah, church people have always seemed very frustrated to me. Yeah. Yeah. I just think from what I observed, I mean, I never like talked to anybody really, but just <laughs> observing people's marriages in the church, it was just like they're all so horny. Yeah. Yeah. They're always tenting their pants. Even if they don't have a penis, there's a tent. Hello, Angela. I think that just I think that just stems from like we're taught as young like men of God. Like, okay, don't look at porn, but then also like don't have sex before marriage. So don't like explore your sexuality. I think these people are so sexually stunted that they don't know how to have a healthy sexual relationship. And you don't know how to talk about it because it's yeah. so taboo. So like, oh don't don't mention like cock. Yeah. Like you <laughs> use a different word. But like if that if you if you're comfortable with like if you're uncomfortable with that I I understand it but like if that's something that you want in a relationship like if you desire somebody to talk dirty to you or you want to talk dirty yeah like that should be something that you should be able to feel comfortable talking about yeah but like especially like older people that are religious that have told me things about like their sex lives and like how unsatisfied they are with them it's mainly because they're not communicating about what they're doing because they feel ashamed about it. Yeah, like, like and you're afraid to thing. ask. Yeah, like you're afraid to be judged for what you want in bed, or you're you're just terrified to communicate that, which is such an odd thing. It's odd, but it makes sense, right? Yeah, because it's a sexual repression. I mean that that's. I mean, you'd look at, like, the Catholic Church and you see all the child molester priests, like, they're sexually repressed people. You're told all your life not to think about sex, but it's, like, human nature to be a fucking horny monster when you're a teenager. I feel like we might have two other hosts on this show that could also pitch in. What? I guess the only... (laughs) Kyle, Kyle, definitely. Besides... So I fucked Courtney. (laughs) I, I, I more or less agree with everything you say... Except for the, like, if she wants me to treat her like a slut when we're having sex, mm-hmm. I think the issue with that idea or ideas like that is your actions can, like, breed how you feel about a person. So I feel like lacking respect, perhaps, or, like, if that's what she wants even, is going to breed a lack of respect in your relationship. I don't think that's Does that true. make sense? I think that sex, no, sex can be separate from your day-to-day relationship. I yeah, think I mean, it can't. Sex can solve like problems in a relationship too. Sex can change the world. So it Kyle, has. So Whoa. Like, so what you're saying? I mean, I'm, Kyle, I'm not like, saying it definitely, but I'm just saying I see a problem or a potential problem there when you're when you treat someone totally different when you're having sex with them than their day to day life. Like that to me seems. It's not like it's every time. Yeah. I guess that's true, but you understand what I'm saying. It's like okay, today I'm going to treat you like shit. And then tomorrow, everything's going to be normal. It's not like, treating it's not, like shit. It's treating yeah. them how they want to be treated yeah. in the moments where you know it's appropriate. You have to have the emotional maturity to say, like, 
right now we're in bed. You want to be treated a certain way, but I know that's not the norm. You don't normally want me to call and I you don't, a slut. Or yeah, whatever. I'm not using this sl- like slut as like a bad thing. Like I'm no. saying that as in a positive way. Like, yeah. And it's okay. So it's like this, Kyle. For me, this is how I kind of view it. Like you wouldn't just like automatically assume like I'm just going to put this two foot butt plug in you because that's what I want to do. <laughs> two foot butt plug? <laughs> I don't hey, know. Hey, kind of like that. That sounds I don't dangerous. know. You made a funny mouth sound too. <laughs> You went, <laughs> or like if somebody wants to be tied down, like that's not like you don't want to tie them down in your daily life. But like if that's what turns you on and like and that's hot for you, like I don't see a problem with that. Well, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Like there shouldn't be a problem with it. But I'm just saying in in my mind, like I remember watching some show. I think it was House and the opening scene. What do they call those? Like cold, not cold opens, but like when you don't know the character. Yeah, it's a cold open. A cold open? A so cold, it's just a cold a open, cold and it, it's, it's it's this rape scene, right? So this guy is raping this girl, and then she ends this up is- having like a stroke or a heart attack or something in the middle of it, and then it comes out that, that they're actually married, and it's like a fantasy thing, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, I can't, I can't separate, oh. I, I couldn't like pretend to rape my wife, you know what I mean? That's, that's, I mean. Oh, doing like, um, like doing role playing? You don't, you but a rape kink is is that is a little that extreme is, on the spectrum of like I'd say that's pretty extreme. It just it just I mean I'm using no, a, I'm I, using an extreme example and that's fine. But I, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Is like what do you? How does that breed a healthy relationship? Because you're both sexually satisfied and you know that you're both sexually satisfying each other. I think that's the biggest thing. Is like even if it's not necessarily what you want, knowing that you are. Kind of like indulging your partner's desires, regardless of how, like if if you're not super into it, like they are, like you're still building your relationship and building that like sense of I want to do for what you. And it's want. like a trust thing too. Yeah. Like if you okay, so like the rape fantasy thing is something that I don't really know anything about, but like just doing like like BDSM or something like that, like you have to have a trust with that person that you're yeah. doing that with. And I feel like that can bring like a closer intimate connection between the two of you or a thruple if you would like it or a thruple <laughs> or a thruple. You're going to bring a fucking thruple into this. A pentaful. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Let's make it more confusing <laughs> and add three people. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're into. That's but oh I I how there's no way how are you going to separate all of those feelings? Are you saying that they're in a polygamous relationship or are you saying it's they're like swingers? I think I mean okay I was just being like think, yeah. facetious, but <laughs> like I think that's just like your personal choice. Like maybe that will be good for you in the long run. Maybe it'll be bad for you, but I don't know. Like sex shouldn't be about like pleasing yourself. It should be about pleasing who you're with. Like that's what you should be mainly focused and on. And if it's if it if you try it and you don't want to do it again because you felt like you were uncomfortable or something like that's it's not saying it's like nobody's saying like I want you to like tie me up every time we have sex. Like that's not the reality. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that they probably want that, but it's about it's not it's it's about more than just I'm going to put my sperm inside of you so that we can have a kid. It's about Putting that much trust into somebody, okay. putting your baby trust, saying I trust you, <laughs> I gift to you 
the gift of wrecking your body of the the fruits of my seminal vesicles. <laughs> oh my god, Cooper! <laughs> it's the truest gift, Kyle. I was trying to remember that word today. Seminal vesicles. Se- uh, no, it was yesterday. I was talking to Josh on the phone, right? And I was like, "Spermicidal vesicle," and I'm like, "That doesn't sound right. That's wrong." Spermicidal. Close. <laughs> that sounds counterproductive. <laughs> it does sound counterproductive, doesn't it? Uh, I I don't know. I just feel like you have. I I don't know. I I Everyone's understand different. what you're saying. Yeah, every, you can do what you want to do. Like if you're fine with whatever kind of sex you're having, that's great. But like. I don't think that you should just put up boundaries because you're afraid that you're going to carry that on into your conversations in your life. Like that can be like an intimate thing between like sex is. I think there are things that that I could do. I think there are things that I could do that would affect our day to day life. If you kill her, then it might affect your day-to-day life because she's... <laughs> no, if oh be, God, like sexually, I think there are things that we can no, but I'm that taking, affect I'm taking it to, to illustrate my point is like, mm. it does not need to be the same thing. Like your life is, whether you want it to be or not, it's compartmentalized into different day-to-day aspects. It doesn't have to be like everything carries over from one thing into the next. I know everything doesn't have to, but... There and that's why most things don't. But I'm saying that the, there are things that you guys have talked about tonight as examples sexually that I think would. So I guess I guess maybe that's my line. Is like if it's going to like fundamentally change how we look at each other, that needs to be communicated and thought about before anything happens. And that's what you're saying. It's like if you're going to do anything drastic, that it needs to be communicated could not it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing and that's what you have to figure out before you do it i assume right yeah it's not like you would just start spanking who you're having (laughs) sex with without like saying like are you okay with this yeah you don't just start like suddenly choking somebody yeah like you you communicate like hey like i'm into pulling your hair while i'm riding you from behind like is that cool with you like you just have to talk about it it's not that big a deal like if that's what turns you on I think it's that apprehension towards talking about it in the first place that is toxic to a couples, especially like a, if you've been married for f- fucking 30 years. Yeah. Got to be pretty shitty towards your sexual health and your sexual relationship. If after It's going to be five years for me in like a month and a half. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That's Damn. Dang, Kyle, we're getting old. That's kind of nutso. I know, right? It is kind of nutso. How's your uh, future child? Uh, the baby gets its ultrasound in a week from today to see what we're not. I don't think we're going to find out in the doctor's office. We're going to get like, you know, they, they do an envelope or whatever. They're going to send you a pink cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what they're going to do. But they can they can give you an envelope that not send. They can give you an envelope that says this is what the sex of the baby is so that you can like give it to like a cake shop or you can give it to like someone in your family that can like set up a game. You give you know, it to your mom. Some, <laughs> Yeah, Wait, but yeah. actually. Wait, yeah. okay, so like, Kyle. <laughs> like, have you guys ever, I'm sure you know about the gender reveal parties, right? That yeah, are thing. you going to do one? Well, probably not, because how are you going to in a time like this? But uh, we might do, like, something alive. over, like, Zoom or something. I don't know. Guys, your baby's doing a live. I don't know. Are, are gender reveal parties, like, still a normal thing? I think so. For some reason. <laughs> they've gotten they've gotten bigger, I think, in the Let's last fucking like, tweet it, you five years. Weird. <laughs> Like, it sounds fun, you know, like, and it wouldn't be like, like a baby shower. If we were going to do it, it'd just be like hanging out and 
playing pool and drinking and you know doing stuff <laughs> like that. For, except, then, for except, except for Courtney. Except except for the girls. The you know, all the girls that are go are gonna go are gonna all be pregnant. You know, like Carrie and Shelby are all pregnant, so they're not gonna be drinking. But um, y'all are this some is so far fer- removed from my day to day life. Y'all are some fertile bitches over there. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. My high school Crazy. friends all knocked them up. Yeah, I know. You knocked crazy. Them all up? <laughs> okay, knocked them all up. I have a serious question for you. Has you like? Have you felt? <laughs> has has you, you have you started like growing a bond toward your lump of cells? Uh, it's it's like, interesting. I don't, what today, is it called at this point? Like, what is your today? I just call it the baby. Um, yeah. I I sometimes call it it. And I'm like I hate it when I say it, but like it really sucks when you don't have a pronoun to attach to it. Thanks. Really annoying. They, I know, but like, I just, oh. I just, I'm not used to that or yeah, but it is, doesn't it really sound, not, it like, sounds too removed, you know? So like, I like the baby because at least it baby. addresses the singularity of it. I feel like they is so broad. Like they can mean a singular person or a multiple people. So sometimes it's, I don't know. It, it yeah. And I, I use it all the time to talk about a singular person too, but it's just like the future yeah, teacher, know. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But back to my question. Repeat it because I forget. <laughs> have you started like growing an attachment to your baby? Mm. Do you have a personal mental umbilical right. cord to this thing? So <laughs> I think I think the it, most interesting thing to watch is Courtney like getting bigger. Yeah. So like she just kind of started showing like a couple weeks ago and like it's actually like she's actually uh, growing. Is that the word I should use? She's yeah. growing Expanded. barely, barely <laughs> rapidly at this point. So like today... I was driving home and she was out on a walk. And as I turn kind of onto like our street, I see her walking and I'm like, holy shit, she's pregnant. Like, like she looked like so much different than I, like I had even remembered her from like yesterday. And I think it was like the clothes she was wearing. They were a little more tighter fitting and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but like, that is really cool to see. And then just like, it's just, I guess not necessarily like a bond with the baby because it's just a bump at this point, but I think like once it starts kicking and I can feel it, because apparently Courtney's been able to feel it kick for like a month now. Oh wow! And then like it'll like kick her bladder, and she's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Why do I got to pee right now? What the fuck?" And she, it's like it just like using my bladder as a punching bag. This is stupid. But uh, um, <laughs> you should be but, apologizing like, it daily at this point. <laughs> What's that? You should be apologizing daily. Me, I know, I know. That's the joke. It's like, <laughs> I, it was, uh, it was her aunt. It was her aunt on on their first kid, and <laughs> she was going into labor, and she punches her uncle and says, "You did this to me, goddammit! or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember the exact quote, but yeah, her it was, uncle it was like that. <laughs> yeah, Courtney's uncle and aunt. That's what happened. I think. Oh, I think it was them. I got real confused. <laughs> No, I sound like an Alabama story for me. <laughs> I, oh my god! <laughs> I like that we've just chosen Alabama as the incest state. Um, so Kyle, have you have you thought about like when it your child gets to like like so you want a boy? So if you do have a boy, by the time he's like thirteen or fourteen, he's going to be jerking off constantly. <laughs> so like, have you thought there about have you thought about that though? Like, oh, all the time, all the time, yeah. I've thought about that. I've thought about that for years about how I'm going to like have like the sex talk with my children. Oh yeah, I thought about that for a long, long time. Definitely. You could do what mom and dad did. They never said a fucking thing to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could do that. I'm not going to, but I could do that. 
Do you plan on being like pretty open with your future child? Maybe not. Maybe not about specific sexual things between Courtney and I, but but about well, sex no. in general. I mean, yes. No, I, I I doubt your kid would ever want to know what you're doing with Courtney, but just in like generalized things. Like, are you gonna teach yeah. your son about masturbation, or are you just gonna hope that he finds out about it by himself? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I would teach him about it. And that, that sounds to me like you're showing him how to do well, it. Well, no, son, you put no, no. I'm just saying, like, are you going to, like, do you? Yes, I'm going to. I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to. What's the word? I'm going to introduce, introduce the idea to him. Yes, yes, because because I think it's important to know that. No. You could also go about it in a in a joking way. I feel like that's that's like good after they've had the serious talk. Maybe, yeah. You know, like they have to have some sort of baseline to, to draw from. They can't just be like, "Fucked your mom last night," you know. <laughs> you know, like this doesn't. If Dad said that really work. I would fucking die. Yeah, I think we were at a we went to a fire at Farragut with Beep. family. So, like, her cousins were there and everything. Her cousin's, like, 11, 12. And so we're at the fire, and um, you know the popcorn where you shake? Mm-hmm. Um, shake? Like, you mean, like, the, the, the that comes in, like, that makeshift frying pan you put over the fire? Yeah. So he was, like, trying to do it. He's like, oh, my arm's tired. And beeps. Dad was like... Oh, he's like, keep doing it, because you're going to need the practice in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course, he didn't get it. But everybody else did. That's yeah. funny. That's what he does all the time, though. He just makes those jokes. He didn't get it? No, the, the younger 11-year-old. No, Parker. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, okay. But Sorry. I think I was like, For some what? reason, I thought, that, I thought that beep was beep, and so you're like, beep. No, I think I think it's really important. Like I, we've talked about that with mom and dad before. Of like, we wish that we would have had like a more open, understanding conversation of like without feeling guilt about being hormonal and being just a horny monster as a yeah. teenager. You know, like I think it's really important for kids to understand that like, oh, this is normal. Like you're not, was, yeah, you're not a- abnormal for constantly touching your dick. It was definitely detrimental to, I think, all three of us boys because, like, I mean, like, my my understanding of sex was when I was, like, 10, mom and dad sat me. And I don't blame them for the way they talked to me about it. Oh, yeah, not at all. I can't imagine having to t- tell a 10-year-old how dick fucks work. But, like, <laughs> I was just told, like, the penis goes in the baby hole and sperm come out. Yeah. And then she's pregnant. I thought... Baby hole? It's I thought very... for years. I thought for, like, two or three years that... Conception happened anally. I thought you, that babies were shat out. I'm pretty sure this was you when you told me this. Didn't you also think that vaginas were on the front? Yeah, I thought it was like for I thought it was like the alternative to the penis. So that like the hole of the vagina, the baby hole as mom called it. Or she no, she would say like baby canal or something. The vagina like is the Venice. hole. No, I know, but I'm saying like the whole assembly, like vulva oh, and stuff okay. included. <laughs> the assembly. The, Let's start talking the, about the car actual, parts now. The actual vagina was where the Dick would be instead, so it would yeah. be in the front of your whole Barbie doll. So it would be like Barbie doll. close to where the clit is. You thought that that's where you inserted? No, straight up on the front. Oh, just oh, straight. Well, you know where knows. your dick is? Oh. Oh. Mom just oh. told me that you would like, <laughs> like you would, you would lay on top of her in bed and kiss her, and then you would put, and so my, my idea was like, it just goes straight down. I just thought it was like, you, there's no like lateral diagonal 
entry. I thought it was just straight down, like you're <laughs> drilling a hole into the earth. It's crust. Wait, that's not where... TJ, what? I don't know. Okay? <laughs> Did you eventually find it, though? Find what? The earth's crust? The vagina. No. I think talking about sex in like a comedic way is probably the best way to talk about it with your kids and just be like, yeah, this is weird. Yeah. Like, this is weird. Like, it's completely normal, but like, yes, this is weird and it's scary when you're younger. Like, yeah, yeah, it like, is. I was scared of like just having pubes when I was younger. I was oh like, my God. oh, what is this? Why, why are there, why is there hair on my balls? Like, that was scary for me. Yeah. It, I just remember constantly being scared of my penis. <laughs> And just like wondering, like what's what mutation will this thing undergo? Yeah, what is it gonna look like in a year? Yeah, like is it gonna grow another head? Are my pubes gonna just naturally braid themselves into each? Like I just don't. And then people always say, like your balls are gonna drop. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. How far? I, I didn't just know. Well, apparently they dropped pretty fucking yeah, I, far. I didn't know. One of them. <laughs> I thought that they would just drop like overnight. Like I would just, or I would just be walking down the street coming home from school and suddenly my pants would just fill. Like a full diaper. <laughs> it's just like the, it's oh, just like shit. The, the speculation of the specifics I think kind of fucks your brain up when you're that young because it's yeah. like, like you're regardless of how much, yeah, regardless of how much you talk about it, you're still going to be confused yeah. and scared as a kid. But I think like the more you talk about it, the more normal you make it, the less taboo that it feels to you. And like the more comfortable you are talking to your parents and hopefully like you have a relationship with your parents to where it's not weird to say like, what is a wet dream or, you know, like it's a dry dream. Like, Yeah. But I think that I think that the parents. <laughs> Dry like, dream. I'm not a parent, so I don't know. It just puffed out. My <laughs> 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 urethra farted. So I think, like, from the parents' perspective on what you're saying, TJ, of like normalization and like open discussion, I think from a parent's perspective, what it would be is like a fear of like getting it to the point where your kids are so comfortable with sex and the idea of it that they treat it like it's not serious and they don't take the. You know, the risk of pregnancy or STIs seriously. Then, like, why, that do, consideration then, why, well. then why do most religious people get married so young just so they can have sex? I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I am fully on your side, but I'm saying as a, like if you were a parent and you had been raised with that mentality, maybe you would ha- give your kids the same. Yeah, thing. like I'm not saying like you need to teach your children how to deep throat. Oh, guys, we should share like the worst... The worst uh, time that we had a boner. Sex, sexual encounters we've ever like had. The worst time to have a boner stories. Yes, absolutely. Are you are you willing? Yeah, for I'm fine with that. Okay. Because this was long. <laughs> I think my worst one was in eighth grade. I don't remember though. Me too. Mine was seventh grade, but Rough let's time. let's go. Who first? Go, go for it, Kyle. You tell the longest story. So. <laughs> Mine's not really long. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Kyle, be confident in your dick. You need some. My dick was dick my dick was long enough. We'll just put. I have enough dick. Okay, it's all I needs. It barely cuts it, but it cuts it. That's right. It's just, just how I just just get through the lips. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Just okay. So tell your story now. <laughs> just the fact that. You know, it's like it's like a daily it's like a daily on the on a schedule boner, you know? Like it doesn't it doesn't have any rhyme or reason. 
but it's just like every day it's like okay it's it's nine o'clock and it's time for your boner <laughs> and there's no there's no there's no reason for it but it just happens is that something you still experience <laughs> no but this okay. was what this is what happened in seventh grade so oh, yeah in seventh grade at nine o'clock in the morning guess whose class i was in mrs cox's class <laughs> You need to put that in big mouth. <laughs> Nine o'clock. It's time for your bed. Every, <laughs> every fucking morning in Mrs. Cox's class, I'd have a giant ass boner. And it was just like, like looking back at him, just like, but why? But, but that doesn't, there's no, like, <laughs> uh, if, if anyone knows Mrs. Cox, which y'all do, but no one else does. She's old. She doesn't have a whole lot of uh, f- femininity with her demeanor and or um, what's the word wait appearance. so this so physical this appearance makes, this makes having a boner in her class worse because she's not attractive to you yeah okay like n- not 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 like not like looking at it like i wasn't like into her obviously i wasn't it wasn't because of her but it's just like the fact that i got a boner in her class every day sucked because it didn't suck at the time because i didn't care but looking back i'm just like that sucks because it's like uh nothing sucked that's right it's just that's that's my story it's just like why did it have to happen every day on that at that time (laughs) at least it wasn't in mr baker's class was it like cock work (laughs) it was like cock work every day i had a bone at nine Right. Oh my god. That's all that's all I have. It's just it's just always always that way. I and mean, I don't think my boner's big enough that I can't like tuck it into my like my belt area so like it stays up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't have big enough dick to really worry about it. But if I had like a giant schlong and it was just like pants worst, party, yeah. here it is. Kyle, the Keep worst time. is when you tuck your dick into your waistband and it flows over yeah. your waistband. Yeah. That's the worst. I don't know if I have enough length to like make that happen. I swear to God, every opportunity Kyle gets to just like suggest that his penis is incredibly small, he does. Yeah, Kyle, you have above average. I do. Average is like four inches or something stupid no, like that. It it's up. five it's and five. a half. It's five and a half. Oh, that's right. Just so you're above slightly average. above average. Okay, who wants so to So if that is part? average, okay, go ahead. Everyone else tell your, your worst boner time. Or bo- I mean, I worst think I have moment. infinity. But the worst yeah. one was, um, it was, I actually it might've been like ninth grade or something, but most of my friends in high school were girls. Actually, basically all of my friends in high school were girls. And I took a math class where a lot of my friends were like a grade above me, but I was, I don't, I don't know if I was like in an accelerated math class. Or Cause you was smart, but this was like the one class that I shared with all my friends. So... This is like early high school math where you have to go up and do answers on the board. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> yes, I also, too, as well, had cockwork boner. And it was like in this class. I mean, you, you guys know, like every person with a penis knows when you're that when you're 13, 14, you have a boner all day, every day for no reason. But all the guys in this class talked about how much they wanted to bone our teacher. And I was like, not super into her, but whatever. But. It was like a running joke that I was. Can't remember why, but it was. So I have to get up. Or because that boner every day in her class, right? What? Like cockwork, get a boner every day in her class. That's why it was a running joke. I had a boner every day all the time, though. <laughs> it was just constant All boner. the time? I'd be walking down the street and I had a boner because my dick was t- touching my boxers, dude. I didn't need a reason. It just happened. It's science. It's 
14-year-old boy science. So anyway, I have to get up to do a math question or do an equation or whatever on the board. But I'm wearing, like, it's pretty tight, but kind of, like, thin, like, khaki-type pants that are very light in color. And so I'm aware that this is going to be an issue. So I tried my fucking hardest. I had heard of this thing where somebody had said, if you want to get rid of a boner, think of the scariest thing you can. So I was thinking like <laughs> spiders. I was thinking like snakes eating my dick or whatever. But like I had like invincible Iron Man boner. It just would not die. I could not kill it. <laughs> so I tried like killing some time by like digging in my bag and stuff. No, iron cock. There's a snakes eating your dick, your kink. I know it is. Now I know why. Um, Anaconda. So my boner was just like, I had a perpetual boner at this point. Like I just tried, I was trying to kill time and everything. But as things go, eventually I had to get up and walk to the front of the class. And so I tried like, my desk was kind of like on one side of the classroom. And so I kind of tried like shuffling with my butt towards everybody so they couldn't see my dick. And I'm sure now that that was a really stupid looking thing. And then tried like kind of like pressing myself against the whiteboard so that nobody could see because there were, there were three other people up in front of the classroom doing the same, the same questions we were. It was like, who can do it the fastest? Well, I intentionally took the longest because I knew that if I stood up there for long enough, I would be so scared and so terrified of my penis that it would eventually <laughs> fall. It would eventually disengorge with blood. Disengorge. Well, <laughs> disengorge. Disengorge. It sounds like disengage, but so what is that from? So incredible. Disengage. From the disengage. Incredible. Oh, yes. 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 Kyle, stop coming. So when I finished finished the question, I turn around and like the group of girls that I sat with are like giggling to each other. And I know it's too late. Like everybody has seen my boner. And the whole class basically had seen my boner at that point. So congratulations, all 30 of you on your memories. But you were 13? I was 14. 14. It makes a difference. Okay. 14. I mean, 13. So 14. It okay. Like you're still like, I mean, you have a baby. Bone. It's not that it's not okay. It's just awkward and embarrassing, no, I but think it, my it's, not, it's not, it's not, it's not, I, I definitely had visible bulge. Well, yeah, but like, you couldn't, you couldn't like, like waistband it. No, I couldn't waistband it. Is that, is that not an option for you? Because it like, it touches your, <laughs> it, it touches it, no, your, it would have overflowed button. and my t-shirt yeah. would have born the insignia of the stamp of my cock head and then and then your your bottom of your t-shirt would have gotten all wet because you would have ejaculated in front of i the wasn't coming you fucking weirdo <laughs> i wasn't just like constantly <laughs> blasting my fucking ropes could you imagine no <laughs> i was 14 you should not be imagining ew <laughs> so that's my overly long story blasting ropes I've never blasted See, a rope in my asked, life. Like, silly string? I just assume he's talking about like... <laughs> silly string. Goof, Fuck yeah. Goofy gunk. Gooshing. <laughs> goofy gunk. Parker, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I guess Stringy I go. sperm. Okay, go Since for it. we're kind of in the same... Um, we're the same age, age so... Group. Um, I don't have a particular story because I, I didn't have anything like that because I was strategic. <laughs> I knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. when I went to school. I never wore shorts. I never wore sweats. For the most part, I wore a sweatshirt all day. But, you know, every morning. Yeah. It was- Sounds miserable. Why do you want to sweat all day? 
No, Kyle, we're not. Our body temperature isn't overheating like you. I'm not a reptile. I'm a fucking animal in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, though, you're not. So, anyways, yes, yeah, it would happen every Picky morning. Picky dick still makes it work. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. <laughs> Throughout the day, seventh and eighth grade. Um, and usually it'd be like when I'm sitting there and just like, I didn't have to get up, so it didn't matter. But it would also happen like at the end of class and I'd be like, well, fuck. Um, so one thing I would do was think of math because I didn't look this up. You think of really fucking complicated math problems that would work. And also, yes. Um, put your, uh, put your heels up and flex your calves. I remember doing that. Um, that I think worked. That was knowledge you shared with me, actually. Maybe. Um, and so like, interesting. I just tried it. It seemed like it. It let all the extra blood go to my calves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All my boner blood is in my calves so, now. It didn't always work. <laughs> it didn't always work though. I have diverted my power sources. So my other uh, strategy was when the bell did ring and I'd have to get up, I would just use my book. Yep. Cover my dick. Yep. And I averted pretty much any weird circumstance that you know with of. those strategies. Yeah, that I know of. But wasn't that kind of like? I feel like high school was like a chess game of hiding my dick. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. learn anything because no, I was middle too busy school hiding my bone. <laughs> middle school and like early high school. But sweatshirt, like high school, I'm pretty sure I wore a sweatshirt all. Yep. Every single day. Yep. Because that I I learned by then that a sweatshirt is your best friend. Yes. Because there's, it's like caked with cum. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh my god, Kyle! Ah, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you want to share your tale with us. But on the topic of sweatshirts being your best friend, go for it, Parker. I don't remember. Maybe you know. I don't remember who it was. But there was somebody in our grade who was caught, who had cut a hole into his sweatshirt so that he could put his exactly dick, who you're talking about. He could put his dick into the pocket of his hoodie. And jerk off through there by just reaching into his yes. pocket. In class. The and smart kid. I know who it was. Beep. Beep. Oh, yeah. I should have known. Yep. That kid was fucking weird. I remember seeing Beep. jerk off in class. I never I saw it, but I heard about it. And I was like, what the fuck? So he would do this thing. And I know that the audience can't see this, but he would kind of just lean over and like a really kind of like he had, he really had to poop and he was like really struggling to i think it was to like just fold everything up and his arm would just be like very slightly moving in class and just I mean, especially at that age like it doesn't take much friction like no. just a gust of wind and you're just blowing it <laughs> yeah there's like, like ooh, an wind. aftershock from an earthquake in taiwan <laughs> like oh fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is so yeah, smart might be the word. So like, would he, he would must have had to like undo his zipper and then like pull his fling flang out of his like slit in his boxers and then oh shove it up into his pouch of his hoodie. No, yes. he would wear like he would wear a lot of like uh, basketball shorts. Easy access. Shit? He always wore basketball shorts. Yeah. What's your story? You just sh- oh, um, geez, I want to hear terrible. about my brother's boner. Apparently, like I didn't go to back to school till eighth grade. From being homeschooled? Yeah, from being homeschooled. Um, but I always wore like an Emery sweatshirt because I just knew that it was going to happen. But I had like consistent boners like throughout high school. Like I can't imagine being on tour when I was your age because I would just be like a giant boner walking around all the time. Especially like we're on tour. Like you can't just relieve yourself. 
Like you can't just jerk it whenever you want. Like you're around a bunch of other dudes. I just don't know how Parker did it. But when I was in high school, I took pottery class because it was easy. And we always had clay. Did you fuck the clay? No, no, no. And you just say that and then you preface it with everything like that. Preface it with everything like that. It sounds terrible. No. So we had clay sounds like a terrible lubricant. No, I didn't use it for lube, Kyle. I promise. But I would drop it on the front of my pants all the time. (laughs) <laughs> and so it always be the white stains so, all over your yeah, pants. Yeah, and I wore like <laughs> super tight purple skinny jeans or orange uh-huh. skinny jeans or just like any vibrant, bright, light colored skinny jean. <laughs> so like my, if I, my dick was hard, it was like obvious. So I would just, uh-huh. I would wear like a bigger s- sweater and I would just hold my dick basically yeah. and walk down the aisle with my hands in my pockets uh, till I got to the next class. But I would... It would always look like I, there was just cum all over my pants <laughs> because, like, I would just, you know, I'm a messy fuck. Like, I just drop everything on myself. Like, I can't eat without having to change my clothes. Yeah. So, <laughs> there was just white shit just all over the front of my pants all the time, like, every day. And I would, like, go to the sink and, like, try to scrub it out, but then it would be wet. So, then school, like, class would be over. And then I just have, like, this white... Like, my sweatshirt didn't go down that far, so it just looked like I had splooged, like, daily on my pants. <laughs> and also, I would eat at school. Like, I would go to the library, so I would, like, eat and, like, walk around the campus. And then I'd go to the library and do homework, but I'd always, like, drop mayonnaise or something from my sandwich <laughs> on my pants. Like, one time a piece of chicken fell on my pants, and there was, like, this giant grease stain where my dick is. Yeah. (laughs) So, it just, there was, like, perpetual, like, cum-looking stains on my pants all the time. That happened to me enough where I was like, oh, this is embarrassing, and then I just rocked it. I feel like. I did not rock it. I don't give a shit. I was was an emotional mess. Did you guys ever have any bad experiences in, like, PE wearing, like, basketball shorts and stuff? Because I remember, like, having to, like, go sit on the bleachers because I was just rocking a boner. Oh, no, I never did. I was so afraid as soon as we would walk into the, what's it called when, where you change? The locker room. The locker room. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like such a pungent like butt and ball smell that it was like my dick would literally like I would have a vagina for an hour. <laughs> like my dick would just go inside. I was a little, little turtle man. Just <laughs> it would just suck inside my body. So I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, I never had any issues in PE either. Oh wow! When you when you start like, lifting weights, though, your boner goes away almost immediately when you start lifting weights. Like, I never did like, weights. Oh, like I was, yeah, I didn't do weights either. Like 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 when you're when you're being that strenuous, it's not a big deal because like you don't your body doesn't have enough blood to like engorge your penis as well. Like it's got to circulate to your to your muscles. So yeah, I couldn't ever wear like the the shiny like basketball shorts because like if I wore those, like I would just have a boner all day because it like. The material felt good. Yep. It was just like, I don't know, like, you are brave children for walking around with basketball shorts. Because I would yeah. just be, I mean, unless you had a micropene, which is fine, good for you. Kyle. Rocking your schmeat. But yeah, my I could not have done saying. that. I would have just had, like, a fucking tent in the front of my pants <laughs> all day long. I remember being there. I had, like, these really bright, like, metallic-y orange basketball shorts that I would wear. Because it was basically all I had for PE. And like that was before I was wearing boxer briefs. I think I remember those. Where I was just <laughs> where I was just wearing like the loose ass like linen boxers or whatever. 
And yeah. that gives you freedom, you know, like you're going for a jog in PE, trying to hit that like record mile time, but your dick's just like 84 minutes. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> your dick's just dick's like, like Jack Black and Nacho Libre. I know what you're saying. Your dick, floppy, just, floppy goose. Oh, that's bad. Your dick's just like gently swaying in the breeze, like tickling against the material of your boxers. I, Jim was a fucking nightmare. PE was my personal hell. Thank you so much for listening to our garbage show about sex and jerking off as a 14-year-old. Hopefully, you're not offended. If you are, then I'm sorry, but you were probably 14 once, and you probably masturbated, so fuck off. Yeah, Angela. If you want more of our... <laughs> if you want more of our absolute garbage trash, you can no, find... No, it's Garbo. If you want more of our Garbo you ho, you can find us at <laughs> failuresandfakes.com. Uh, find our Instagram at failuresandfakespod. I've been posting some fun audio clips and some fun choosy moms choose gifs up there. Uh, that's <laughs> yes. for our hey, shit, but that's I, the best line. TJ, have we done something recently? I, we have done a thing. I feel like I've been talking into a mic more than yeah. usual. Um, can um can um I can I take over for a minute? <laughs> I should have. I, I want you to take control. All I should have written something for this because I'm better when I write. But even though it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> <laughs> so so we recently started a podcast called Dramatical Air. If you want to check it out, it's about trash reality TV shows. We covered the first two episodes of Tiger King, and we will be recording the rest of the season soon. So if you want to check that out, and you love trash ass TV, check out Dramatical Air. Who's we though? Because it's, it's not all of we. It's three of. It's two of we plus one other we. We have a two of we, one of we. Uh, so Parker is actually engineering the podcast and slightly producing it, and he came up with the artwork. And then we also have Angela Shrinkerinko <laughs> and uh, Cooper Nichols. That Got it. yeah, I did. I read it on Facebook three or four times today. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinkerinko. Shrinkerinko. Um, yeah, if you guys want to check out Dramatical Error, do that. It's on Spotify, and it will be everywhere all soon. Thank you. And it's really good. And I think it's great. So there's that. It's great, but apparently you never watched Tiger King before. (laughs) And you know what the fuck we're talking about? If you need more more of me and TJ plus Angela, who is, I think, the funniest. A sweetheart. Probably the most funny person that's ever been in this house. Then listen to Dramatical Error. Uh, if you're extra bored and you're home alone and you're horny, you can look at our uh, YouTube channel, Failures and Fakes Night Mode. That's where I post all of our NSFW lewds. And uh, uh, what are what is what other that? Dirty, <laughs> I knew he would say that. Whatever other dirty content you want to see from us, featuring new artwork, Newt. that kind of jiggles around like it's twerking. <laughs> <laughs> the four of us boys on the cover, but this time we're not orangey tan, we're bluey purple. Night mode. And we shake around, and everything shakes around, and it's fun. It's if you sex. want four minutes of Parker laughing continuously with no context and just going, <laughs> then I captioned that, and it's on there, and there's some of their trash, and I'll put some more up this weekend. We love you. Uh, thank you for listening. I've been your dad. And uh, I'm kind of going to take a weekend. You can go back to your mom's house. So I've been your dad, Cooper Nichols. I've been joined by Parker Schultz. I think it's been me and I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> I've also been joined by TJ Nichols. Why wouldn't you say that? And lastly, but not the least, Lee, I've been joined by Kyle Schultz.
If you want to know the truth, I have actually never used a condom before. You've never used a... Why would you wait to tell me this? I have never used a condom before. That makes sense. I, in my life. You, I have never opened... No, I, I have opened, opened I think, one we condom curious. before. Did, were you a virgin before? I was court? like, what does this thing look like? How does it work? How you put it on when you're flaccid. Yes. Yeah, you're physically innocent, power said never quit, tripping with counsel. Yeah, you're stuffing inside of a fucking with I wish God is love, but Satan does that thing that you lie with his tongue. He makes you come. Come, 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 come. Heath has a fresh ass tad of courage, the cowardly dog. dog. Yeah. Plus also too as well, some pics of a real dog. Light doggy. Keith got so many shirtless pics, my brother to do bruh bruh. Purple necktie with no shirt make me go yo yo yo. Good.